morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. My name is Hemi and welcome to Careers in the Cloud, episode 13, 14, 15. I don't know where we are right now. I'm joined by my gracious host, Nikki Nick. You may have heard of her. She's been doing a lot in the uh, EMEA SFI Salesforce world. You probably have reached out to her at some point. But Nick, do you know what? Today's a special one. I've been waiting for this. I think the people have requested it. Given everything that we've been doing in SFI, it is genuinely a pleasure to be joined by these two. I know they're super busy. They're in parts of the world where they're always closing some deals and delivering massive, massive projects. If you've not heard of them today, you'll definitely hear about them. It's my pleasure to welcome to Careers in the Cloud, episode 13, Pedro Jose and Jürgen Reinhardt. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Hope you're both good. Thank Hope you. you're both good. Thank you for joining. Yes. I know you're super busy. Look. We've been requesting this for a while. We've been wanting to sit down with you both. We followed you for a long, long time. People in the SFI world definitely will be familiar with you two, depending on where they are in the world. So today's going to be about inspiring people, but just hearing your journeys. So uh, for those that don't know, and maybe you have never even heard of FSI, and if you haven't, I don't know what you've been doing in the world. Uh, can you give us a brief, brief intro into your world, who you are, and anything that you want to tell us and, and the people watching? Jürgen, starting with yourself. Yeah, thank, thank you very much for having me here in, in your careers in the cloud. Uh, my name is Jürgen. I'm the AVP for Constant Media and Technologies at Salesforce Industries, and I'm leading one of the most successful sales teams uh, in EMEA. Um, and of course, supported by Petro's team, who are uh, the, the rock stars in pre-sales for the industry. Um, so I started my career in 89 at Digital Equipment, and my focus on Compton Media started in 96 at Oracle, um, when we focused on Compton Media. And since I'm working pretty much uh, all the time in in the industry at companies like Vitria, MDocs, um, Netcracker, uh, before I started with Velocity. I oversaw some major transformation programs within the industry, and I'm used to serve as an executive sponsor for major engagement and escalation contact to guide those complex engagements towards success. Amazing, amazing. Thanks for that, Jürgen. Last but no means least, Pedro. Hey, thank you very much for, for again for hosting me here as well. Uh, so my name is Pedro. I lead pre-sales, uh, same region as as Jurgen. So we're pretty much uh, buddies in in arms, uh, right? So we we work very closely. Um, who am I? So been doing telco all my life. I actually started on the network side, uh, network optimization. Started on all two G and then three G when three G um, started. I was on network, and then I went gradually more into into software so started with provisioning mediation i went to oss and then right now bss crm i'm at the top of the ladder i usually say and super happy but it's interesting because i do have the the knowledge of the network uh, and associated with with the with the, the software oss bss i, I feel it's, it's very valuable right and especially because I speak the same language as our customers. But this is me, 20 years, been doing my job, super happy, love to be here. Thank you very much. Amazing, man. Amazing. You're both so modest, right? And uh, I know when Nick's been in the ecosystem coming up to a year now, and I think as soon as she got into Salesforce, Pedro and Jürgen were names that definitely she heard of straight away. Nick, for you, I mean, 
you were getting a lot of requests from other people watching and you know given what you're doing in SFI right now and all the stuff that we've done globally give us some of the hottest questions that you were getting because I know there was a lot there definitely was and thanks again guys for for being here with us um for those who are watching and are maybe not familiar with velocity cpq can you give us a brief summary just again for those who perhaps didn't come across it uh, it, it all it actually all started with, with velocity cpq right so it was the the first uh, the first and the main solution that started with velocity several years ago uh, but it has actually evolved more than just a CPQ, okay? It's a complete solution for telcos in terms of PSS from CRM, Salesforce automation, CPQ, CLM, contract lifecycle management, order management as well. So it is a complete solution nowadays. Uh, what is this? It, at the end of the day, it's the industry-specific solution on top of Salesforce for communications uh, and media. And other industries, but our focus is, is comms and media. Uh, this is where we bring our expertise to the CRM space, okay? Especially the data model, imagine, giving the example for the ones who know who know Salesforce. Salesforce, uh, we add a lot of uh, objects to the Salesforce data model, okay? Why? To bring that expertise, to understand the telco industry, okay? Uh, and then all the business processes, easy to do, uh, complete solution. Well, that's it. The which was Velocity CPQ. Nowadays, Salesforce Industries. And for those that don't know, before Jurgen comes in, Velocity CPQ, Velocity, the company was acquired by the mothership Salesforce for, I believe, 1.3 billion. I think the deal maybe could have gone a bit more, but they settled at 1.3. But again, for a company that came into the market quite fresh over the last 10 years a little bit less you know to where they are now it's it's an amazing result Jürgen anything you want to add to that from more of a a delivery and and a over strategic view high level view yes yeah, so look um when when velocity started um there has been other cpqs in the market um, um who have been dominating the market but when i talked to david schmeyer in my in my uh, first conversations, um, he's a visionary, right? So he he draw me the picture on where he sees um, velocity in the future and and the BSS market in the cloud, right? And CBQ is only one piece of the puzzle. Yeah, it is uh, like Petro described an end to end industry solution. Yeah, which goes very deeply into the core processes of our customers. So, and and that is the compelling story about Velocity, because um, when I heard that, I thought this this will be the future. And and yes, I, I was right with that. Definitely were right. I mean, the one thing I was going to touch on is that. So you guys were still doing really well in your careers. You had been in tech. Pedro, you mentioned how you've been on the networking side, which again, you know, if you look at networking and Cisco and all that, it was huge, man. It was huge. I started my recruitment career in networking and focusing with working with network engineers. So I understand it. And the one thing I was going to ask both of you and Jürgen, you touched on it, is how did it come about? So how did you get to that point where you were in that meeting or the interview, you were approached and you were talked, you were discussing Velocity CPQ at a time where Aptus and CloudSense, you know, these products were dominating the market. 
they were everywhere. You know, when I came into recruitment, it's all I heard about. So starting with you, Jürgen, talk us through that journey and how you got to the point and then the point of working for the mothership. Yeah, um, actually, that has been a funny story. Uh, I had lunch with an old friend of mine, uh, Markus Schmelzer, who was working for Siebel uh, in the past. And he said David Schmeier reached out to him and uh, is looking for a, a sales leader in the mayor. So um, Markus is running his own company, but he told him, I, I know someone who has the right skills for you, right? So he sent my CV over on a Friday evening and on a Monday morning, um, the SVP of EMEA called me up to start a conversation, right? Um, at that time, I had only little uh, um, knowledge about velocity in some of our, uh, my clients, um, but enough to start a conversation. Yeah. And when I, when I talked to David, uh, as I mentioned, he is a great visionary. I completely bought into that vision, right? And um, so, so I, I couldn't, I was so excited. I, I, I wanted to start as early as possible. I signed my contract in March 18, uh, but my non-compete clause uh, uh, took me nine months to get rid of. So I had to wait until this is finished. So I really started then in January 2019. And um, since we we have had big success, so we doubled our revenues every year. Yeah, and again, um, uh, thanks to the strong team which Pedro compiled. Yeah, so we are growing very very fast. Yeah, and and also that was part of the trigger for the acquisition. Right, which which happened uh, only a year later in February uh, 2020, and the full acquisition was completed, I think, in June or July, which is record time. Right, so yeah, that's that's my journey. Nine months for for, for any. We usually get a lot of clients, especially Nick, who are like, we have to wait three months in Germany because Jürgen, for those that don't know, is based. Uh, in beautiful Germany, one of the fastest growing ecosystems within Europe for sure. Uh, and they think three months is a long time, but Jürgen waited nine months. Imagine what was going through his mind. And I'm just trying to picture it, right? You're sitting with David Smyer. He's pitch, not pitching you, but telling you about the vision of Velocity CPQ, a product that was unknown or, or quite new to the market, to where you are now. If it was a calculated risk, it definitely paid off. Pedro, I don't know if you can top that story on nine months of waiting for joining a company, but no. tell us how you got into it. <laughs> No, 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 no. Mine was, I was actually working um, down under in Australia um, in another company and pretty much I was competing against Velocity back in the days and the actual customer prospect uh, reached out to me and said, you need to work for Velocity. And I was just like, why? No, you need to work for Velocity, that's the future. And we're talking about this was, it was the, I can tell the CTO and the chief business officer of a tier one telco telling me this. And I actually took it very serious. If people at this level are saying me this, it's because they know something. Right? And then from the moment they told me that to the moment that I, I, I they even put me in contact, all of that, um, it was really fast. Like, a month later, I was working for Velocity, I think. 
what a crazy a crazy opposite spectrum a month nine months but how did so just just when the, on the start when did you and Jurgen start working together because obviously we've heard about the dangerous duo that you both are and the teams that you guys have built but how did it come about and when did you guys start actually collaborating to the point where you are now I can probably start so I was velocity for what a year and nine months something like that. and then I actually left okay at velocity I was in an I, like I usually say I went to my summer vacation for three months in another company um, and then that's when then at that time velocity reached out again and you can actually interviewed me um, interview me for me to come back. <laughs> Jürgen, Jürgen, how was he? I know, I know you probably can't say too much, but did you know Pedro was a killer in, in that interview in terms of sales? Like, this guy is going to be what he is now. Well, look, um, I, I saw his potential, of course, yeah. Um, I haven't met him before. So, um, but I, in the interview, uh, it, it was clear that uh, he will be my my buddy for the future and uh, he can build a strong team for pre-sales which he did i mean rock stars uh, uh, in both teams and um yeah i'm i'm very glad that we are working together since and um i think that was in 2019 still right yeah 2019 yes exactly so when i when i actually left um, velocity during those three months there was a, like not a reorg, but there was a lot of people in and out. Well, velocity yeah. was very, it was very dynamic, right? And in those three months, when there was a new executive team coming on board, you were also like you coming on board, right? So I ne I didn't met anyone on the day I left on a Friday, and everyone started on a on on a Monday in London. I, I remember that. I didn't met, and then it was someone reaching out to me through LinkedIn. Hey. Are you still friendly? You still want to talk? I said, yeah, I am. Pedro's like, I'm here. I'm waiting. It's crazy how things work out, though, guys, right? Because we always talk about knowing the right people and, and having a good network, especially in tech and in Salesforce, where the community is very close. People know each other all around the world. Like, if you follow Pedro on LinkedIn from a certification training perspective, he's one of the ambassadors that is always posting about getting certified, you know, training, developing. If you never had that tier one C-level director at the telco that you talked about, Pedro, mention Velocity or even contemplate working for them, it's crazy. Like, you know, you might not have been in that moment where you had the right opportunity, but the the, the team you are today is, is obviously for us to, I think people are starting to know exactly what you guys are doing and what you're capable of. Nick, I know there was a lot of pressing questions and there's probably going to be people that are like, shut up, Hemi. We had questions for these guys. We only get them once. So we're going to go and make it count. Yes, so we did speak quite a lot about the past. Um, but what about SFI progressing towards the future over time? Where do you guys see it uh, going? Yeah, so with David Schmeier being now appointed to the um, chief product officer of uh, all Salesforce, I see the industry focus getting more and more into our core products and the overall product strategy. So the, the future is industry specific. Yeah, that's that's very clear. And the trust uh, and the success from the customers are come from industry specific uh, solutions. So with the Salesforce 360, 
I think we will domain the market in, in every industry and um, we will become the de facto standard in, in customer interaction and experience management. What Jürgen just said, I think we are becoming the standard. Uh, that's where that's where I see looking at the ecosystem, looking at how receptive customers are, prospects are. Okay, at the end of the day, saying this in a nice way, everyone wants to talk with us. Okay, and that shows uh, how the market values our solution and our knowledge as well, right? Um, so that's why we keep pushing for. Uh, um, Remember one thing, the company itself is very fast. It's a big company, but still very fast. We have three major releases a year. So for a big company having three major releases a year of software, it, we need to also be fast. Right? And everyone in the ecosystem needs, needs to be fast. What is the, the other company in our industry that ships three major releases a year? Not many. Not many in tech. You know, and, and if you look at Salesforce's journey, we were speaking to someone in Paris yesterday, Pedro and Jürgen, and he had been in the ecosystem for many of years. Like one of like like you guys, you know, he came in quite early, and he was talking about some of the challenges, the fact that you've probably done too good of a job in 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 what you've done in terms of customers. You know, I know that when we spoke last time, you're in the Middle East. You know, there's a lot of talk about APAC, you know, especially in areas like Africa where you're seeing major growth. But if you're watching this and you're new to SFI, we obviously know, or if you don't know, you're going to know that it's a career where you can accelerate your roadmap massively. You can make a lot of money. You can, you know, work with some of the best in the industry. What are the biggest challenges that you guys are seeing right now and, and for the next two, three years? So look, because we are, Growing so fast, um, our partner ecosystem and the people who are implementing the, the software um, are somewhere behind. So the, the, the growth and the level of innovation we are bringing to the market is, is huge and the speed is, is really fast. And the good news, I mean, if you, if you look to the latest Gartner report on the telecommunications industry, they, they place up right at the top end um, uh, uh, for, uh, of the quadrant, right? So, and, and with that, we are growing even faster because all companies are by de facto, if they go into any type of new solution evaluation, we are de facto in, in that spot, yeah, in that process. And um, what we need to make sure is that we successfully deliver the projects for our customers. And therefore we need people, yeah? And that is key. And the people needs to have the experience, the trainings uh, and everything which, which um, we provide via Trailhead, right? So that, that's currently my top of mind. It is, it is a challenge. So I would say the challenge is to actually get enough knowledge and skilled people okay um because you, here you you actually need industry knowledge with the platform knowledge right yeah. uh, so uh, typically you um because we're talking about in our industry comes in media we're talking about very complex industry with a lot of processes with a lot of caveats right so whoever, even now, whoever knows the industry and actually working in, 
in, in another solution, it is easy to come to, to the Salesforce ecosystem because they already know the industry. Right? Um, and the, this is one of, one of our goals is to actually bring people that know the industry more into the ecosystem, uh, get them training. So training is all available for free. Uh, get them the training, get them the, the skills they can, because, hey, we're here to stay. I think the, I think a good start, uh, Pedro, is the trailblazer plug in the background. If people yeah. don't know what that is, definitely go on to Amazon or any online store. You'll see that Trailblazer book. I know Nick was talking about getting certified and, and actually starting Trailhead. So I think it's a great place to start. Um, so I can give you I can give you an example. Yesterday I did an, a session to an executive of one of our customers about Trailhead. That executive talking about a company that they're deploying Salesforce for more than 70,000 people. Okay. One of the executives wants to become a ranger. That's amazing. Okay. And I had a session with him just to explain him what is Trailhead. Okay. How can the courses, and then I actually created a specific uh, trail mix for him. Okay. Trailhead has, he has a lot of technical um, models there, a lot of technical hands on. Okay. But he has a lot of executive soft skills. I, I, and I give this example a lot. We even have, you want to do a Cisco certification? You can actually also study for a Cisco certification in Trailhead. So you also have a lot of external content um, there. Okay. Uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and look, that's someone at sea level, right? So it shows people that it's not even a graduate or someone new into the ecosystem, you can be someone at that level and still want to understand it. And the beauty for Salesforce for me, and I think why Nick fell in love with it as well, is you don't have to come from a technical world in many places, right? You you can go into roles that doesn't need you to develop code or understand things from a, such a complex perspective. And that's the beauty of Salesforce for me, the fact that it can open itself as an ecosystem to people from so many different backgrounds. And it's very rare that you get that in technology. Yeah. Look, I, I compare this a little bit with the former, um, the older SAP times when when people increased their market value by having uh, some training of SAP. That's even more relevant uh, if you come to Salesforce because the market is much broader and uh, the skills are much more relevant and much more uh, uh, looked after. Right. So to create your own uh, market value, yeah, go on Trailhead, train yourself, start now. You heard it. You heard it from two guys who continue to learn. And once you stop learning, things become boring, right? So keep doing what you're doing. Nick, to end it off, I know that we couldn't get through every question, but anything left that the people wanted to know? Yeah, on the topic of kind of starting with Trailhead, for anybody who's looking to get into SFI and Velocity, what would you recommend and any tips and tricks you can give to people well so trailhead i believe is, is the first the first place to start so uh we already have um a couple of models there from specific to sfi okay so omni studio is already there cpq is already there as well okay and over time uh, we're actually migrating all of our content to to trailhead okay so all the knowledge is going to be there sooner or later okay um certifications okay certificate i'm a big 
fan of certifications. Why? If I'm steady for something, if I want to get the knowledge, hey, I'll just do the exam. Certification proves my knowledge, right? Outside to 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 the to to, to the world. And it is something that we 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 validate and we verify and we encourage our partners to have certified people. Okay, at least they prove the bare minimum that they know they know the platform, they know the solution, they 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 are ready to go and and implement. And looking at the I know a lot of partners, so uh, they're looking for people with industry skills and SFI skills. SFI skills, you prove them with certifications. Good advice. Jürgen, for you, any, any great Yeah, go, go, go on uh, for people go out there. Website and um, look for industry solutions um, and uh, Salesforce industry for the communications or for the media part, start looking into that. That's That's the starting point and then what what Pedro said, yeah, do your exams. That's that is increasing your market value. You heard it there, man. You heard it there, and, and I think Jürgen said it when we were off camera. It's a fast moving train. It isn't stopping anytime soon, right, Jürgen? It, there's still yeah. a lot to do. You guys have closed some humongous deals. I heard recently, which we won't go into. We can't release too much, but that just shows that there's so much growth still. Look, the people also wanted to know who you guys are behind when you put the capes down, you take the mask off, you know, you've done all the hard work, you wind down. Tech is a, is a very fast paced industry. You know, there's no doubt. Like when I always see you both, you're always doing so much. You've got teams who you're responsible for and you empower and you're helping so much. And that keeps growing for the people who are getting into tech and especially those that find the work-life balance difficult. I wanted to ask you guys some personal quick fire questions. Don't think, just speak. If you don't want to speak, <laughs> you can just stay silent. But I think it's good for people to know more about you guys as people. So I'll start with you, Jürgen. Favorite food? Favorite food, Italian food. Nice, good choice, good choice. Pedro, favorite drink? Uh, gin and tonic, I'd say. Ooh, classy, classy. Jürgen, favorite destination in the world? Uh, Rome. Beautiful place, beautiful place. I, I feel this Italian trend coming along with Jürgen. <laughs> <laughs> he told me he was in Munich. I think he's in Rome. Uh, Pedro, favorite pastime when you're not doing all these things that you're doing in SFI? How do you wind down? How do you relax? Uh, well, um, strangely enough, I relax by 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 doing training, by by learning something new, doing an exam, doing strangely enough, that's the way I I, I slow down. You both don't stop. Like it's admirable. Like watching it, it's like I'm looking at it, feeling I need to go on trailhead right now. So anyone <laughs> who's like, and I think look, the one thing that I, we I think we can end it on is there's a lot going on in the world. You know, there's so much that we see in the media, the news every day. But I think the one thing that we can all probably relate on is that tech getting into sfi getting into salesforce it's not going to steer people wrong it will always keep you busy it will always keep you mentally busy physically you guys are always traveling the world when i speak to pedro one day he's in dubai one day he's in miami like he's you know and that's part of the job right if you think of uh, speaking to someone yesterday who's a graduate who because of covid had never traveled think about that for a minute had never got on a plane 
we take this stuff for granted being a little bit older, apart from Nikki, who makes us all look a little bit older. Uh, but again, you know, one area of the job that is amazing, right? You meet people from all around the world, you travel places, you meet customers, you engage people, you change their mindsets, and it benefits their business in a massive way where you can walk away and say, I did that. But on that note, I know you guys have more deals to close. There's more projects to deliver. I genuinely appreciate you guys massively, man. Like big fans. I, I sound like a fanboy, but me and Nikki genuinely rate you guys as people. Uh, so uh, honestly, thank you for joining us today. I think there's definitely going to be a part two, part three, part four somewhere. Maybe we'll do the next one in Miami or something, Pedro and Jürgen, uh, or Rome. We'll definitely do a, well, the next podcast in Rome, Jürgen, or, over a slice of pizza and a, a glass of wine. But guys, have a great day. I hope everyone that watched enjoyed it. Nick, thank you as always for joining. I know you wanted to do this one for so long. Over and out. Peace.